FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. The Andrea K show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, five foot two and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is. Andrea K. Monday out there to you all. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Monday madness, man. It is mad, mad, mad. It was a mad, crazy weekend. I'm glad that you guys are joining me because we're going to be talking about some, at least some. We don't even have enough time to talk about all the crazy. But we're going to talk about some of the crazy that happened over the weekend. Uh, if you're new to the show, I am Dynamite in a Dress. Busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night here on FM 96.1 in North County, San Diego, AM 1170. I'm at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and also streaming live on Facebook and Twitter. Lots of conversations rolling on uh, Facebook. You guys really are the the uh, the brilliance out there. And I do rely on you guys. And I always try to share, uh, spare a little time in the show to read some comments out. But if you want to call in live on the show, feel free to do so. The number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And someone who always chimes in in one way or another throughout the hour, often before and even after, is the man, the myth, the orange-stained fingers man himself. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. You gotta tell him, Silent Green is We've got to stop him. Oh, my gosh. I haven't thought about the movie Soylent Green in forever. Who out there remembers the movie with Charlton Heston, Soylent Green? No, I didn't even realize that was Charlton Heston until I looked up that clip. He's got some great, you know, that and Planet of the Apes, get your hands off me. (laughs) He's got some great lines. But I was thinking, I was like, you... Tell people the truth like it is. And so that's what made me think of the Soylent Green. Well, I love the reference. It makes me think of who was the Saturday Night Live comic who was murdered by his wife in a murder-suicide? He did the best. I can Phil see, Hartman? Phil Hartman. He did the best, the funniest takeoff on Soylent Green. In fact, you guys should Google it if you need a laugh in the middle of all this craziness. And he, it was almost like he was doing a William Shatner version of Charlton Heston doing Soylent Green, talking about how you're not supposed to eat people. Hilarious. <laughs> and I'm glad we can start off the show with a laugh. I do want to hear from you guys, though, if you want to chime in. 888-344-1170. Lots of people talking out of their heinies tonight. That's kind of the through line of all the topics. We're going to be talking about Jim Carrey. Remember that guy? who mocked, mimicked, and pretended he was talking with his backside at the Oscars years ago. Well, he's talking out of his hiney. Again, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And guess who showed her hiney again, talking about uh, and lying about Brett Kavanaugh, Kamala Harris. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, with There's more news breaking from the Mueller investigation, or let's just say the deep state. And which was confirmed, by the way, with the New York Times op-ed. Joining me to discuss both of those topics is Jen Kearns from The Hill is going to be back. It's been a little bit a while since she was on the show. She actually predicted a lot of what is going on right now in an article she wrote on The Hill about six months ago. So she's going to weigh in on that and whether or not these tactics are going to, you know, 
What's old is new again. Let's just put it that way. Sidney Powell will be here to update us on the potential declassification of the documents with the Mueller investigation of what's happening there. New text messages have come out from Strzok. So uh, just breaking news right and left. Again, the number is 888-344-1170. But before we get into any of that, I, I felt like I needed to kind of share with you guys a little bit about my weekend because who knew that I would have an encounter with Serena Williams in an indirect way. Let me explain. So this weekend, I was honored to be invited to go be a part of a panel, a media panel at IVAT, which is an organization that fights uh, abuse against women, and, and including sexual abuse. So I was asked to be on a panel that was supposed to answer the question, what is the impact of a 24-hour news cycle as well as social media on media today? How do we fight fake news? And, and then within that, uh, what does that have, you know, it, the impact on uh, stories of violence? So joining me on the panel among a few people was none other than Wendy Walsh. You guys might rem- remember Wendy Walsh. She is the one of the most notable. She was, she was the front gal for quite a few women in terms of taking down Bill O'Reilly. So she was on the panel as well, and um, there was a little bit of discussion about that. But basically, what I thought that I was going there to talk about fake news and, and, and 24-hour news cycle and the media's role in all of that, I'm thinking it's going to be a non-partisan, a non-political event. But of course, like everything, you can't take the politics out of anything anymore. So it was really, it was a challenge for me to not go full-on dynamite and address. And let me tell you, another one of my nicknames back in my corporate America days was the bulldog. Because they said when I sunk my teeth into somebody's leg, you couldn't shake me off. So I had to fight every instinct within me to not bust the dynamite on some people because of course, you know, we couldn't talk about the media's role in a 24-hour news cycle without it being, per- the, the narrative being pushed out there that we women are nothing but a bunch of feckless, weak little victims out there as a part of society. And I made a comment at one point throughout the, throughout the discussion that I didn't feel like I, I needed a man to protect me. Well, of course, she had to, she had to address that. We had not had any debate you know, within within the panel. And so she went on, she's a part, a sociologist, and went on to talk about her views, which she is welcome to have the view uh, that monogamy in society, you know, is, is a construct for men. And she even used the analogy of apes and that basically all men are attached to our backsides, I kid you not, um, and pushing the idea of monogamy because it's really about spreading their seed and, and all this kind of stuff. And then she says to me, I have to, I have to correct Andrea, we do need men. We need men to defend us to defend our, our physical safety. And I thought, well, that's interesting because, you know, the left has been trying to tell us for all these years that we don't need men, right? And that there's no difference between men and women. And in fact, now gender is a choice. So, but, you know, so I, you know, and it was, I wouldn't say confrontational, but it struck, let's just say, it lit the fuse of dynamite there in the in the panel. So um, when she was done speaking, I asked for the microphone, and the, yeah, <laughs> the moderator got a little nervous, and he's like, "Oh, we, oh, 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 well, I guess we've got a debate here." Because I said, "You know, may I, may I respond to Wendy?" I said, "You know, no, we sh- we need to have these kind of, we we need to have these kind of dialogues." And I went on to say, "Look, if I am a woman walking down the street, I I said, you know what? I when I was saying that women are not victims." Let me clarify my statements. I said, first of all, you know, if I'm walking down the street and I'm about to be attacked, I'm hoping there's a big strapping man who's ready to step in and to to defend me. I'm absolutely hoping that's the case. 
But the reality is, is that's not often the case. I said, but I wasn't even referring to, you know, um, to physical safety. I said, I was referring to the fact that we are pushing through the, under the guise of assault, of protecting uh, women from assault, that we are pus- pushing the notion that women are victims. I may be a victim of some type of crime throughout my life, but I am not a victim. And when we assign that role to women, when we tell women, you are strictly because of your gender, you are a victim, you are, quote, disadvantaged. And when a woman goes through life assuming that she is disadvantaged, she is going to perceive, she is going to be demoralized and de-incentivized. And she is going to be perceiving every slight in life from some sideways glance that some clerk at the grocery store gives her to some employment situation or some crappy comment. We all encounter it. But if you're coming from the place of seeing yourself as a victim, you're going to perceive everything as injustice, even when it isn't. And then on top of it, you're going to feel as though since you are disadvantaged, that you deserve some type of way to even the score. Because you can't compete without it, right? I went on to finish up in terms of the physical violence. I said, talk about evening the score. I cannot, getting back to the physical assault part of it, I went on to say that I cannot count on the fact that there was going to be a big strapping man to protect me every time somebody comes my way to do me physical harm. I said, so, you know, I I prefer to think of myself in ways that I can even the score and protect myself. Unlike the Colorado legislators that want to tell us that women should use our bodily fluids, I'm not able to menstruate on demand. I, I, I think that's outrageous. I prefer to even the score with being... Uh, being armed and utilizing my second amendment. And there's something wrong with any man out there that wants to tell a woman that she shouldn't arm herself. And I told the story about what happened over Thanksgiving weekend, four years ago when a man tried to come through my window and you know, what, what, what was the great equalizer to me between me and that six foot three man? It was a shotgun and he skedaddled right quick. So what does all that have to do with Serena Williams? Because the mindset of victimhood was on clear display with her on the tennis court. She was outplayed on the tennis court by another woman, but she couldn't handle it because her mindset of the victim is that she cannot even handle her, her perception of, uh, I talked about perceived slights. She, she has gone so much through life perceiving slights everywhere that she even looked at her own performance issue as a slight on her. That somehow proved that she was disadvantaged. For her to attack, verbally attack a judge and claim somehow she's the victim of sexism when her opponent was a woman and a minority was mind-numbingly insane. That insanity, aside from the poor behavior that she displayed to the world and the the respect that she lost among everybody in the world, including women and myself, that behavior aside... I mean, the message she sent to her daughter in that moment. But let me tell you, that kind of identity politics is a losing game. Not only did she lose respect in that moment, but the the game of the political agenda and the use of identity politics was a loser in that moment as, as well. She was outplayed on the court, and she was outplayed in the arena of character. She accused that that umpire, that line judge or whatever, of being the thief. How disgusting of her she stole that moment of victory away from that 20 year old girl who legitimately beat her on the court and why over one point over one point well we get the point from you serena you think you deserved it no matter what you felt disadvantaged and so you felt like you should have had some advantage the same the same ref the same line judge or whatever judged both of you women 
You were both women, both minorities, same judge. Well, you've been judged by the world. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to pick up this on the other side. Speaking of judging and craziness and identity politics and all kinds of insanity, Jen Kearns is going to be here to talk about the attempts to frame Trump as insane and unfit for office. They can't beat him on the economy. They can't beat him on his record. That's all they got left. It's a real desperate Hail Mary play. Question is, are they going to get away with it? I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. I've gathered you all here today because The Answer San Diego is now on AM 1170 and 96.1 FM. And I got to make room on my presets. Hey, Classic Rock Station, why should I keep you? You don't buy new music anymore. You need me to remind you of how cool you were back in high school. You're right. Country Station, what about you? Admittedly, all my songs do sound the same, but... That's what makes me perfect for background music. Public radio, what do you got? Uh, do you remember when you gave me $50 in exchange for that tote bag? Yeah, the bottom dropped out of that bag right in the grocery store parking lot. Look, if you need a new tote bag, we've actually got a fundraiser coming up next week. You had a fundraiser last week. What if I told you I now have coffee mugs? I think we can all agree who's out. All right. Giddy up. The Answer San Diego is now on FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows will do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? 
Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, my glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text VISION22 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION22 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION22 to 350350. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew Kisha. Glad to have you all here with me. Before the break, I was talking about Serena Williams and how she proved my point at this panel that I was at, which was, uh, you know, of course, you you know, I'm not blaming the panel. It was a fantastic event, I would tell you. I just, it was a thrill and an honor to be there. And it was, it was a great discussion and a great debate. Um, but I just, you know, um, and after, let me wrap it up, you know, after I finished my comments, uh, addressing, you know, my right to bear arms and to protect myself. And, you know, I also went on to say that, you know, this this thing about telling women that they're victims and looking for perceived slights. I went on to correct the record on a couple things, at least from my viewpoint. You know, I talked about how corporate America had been demonized as though, you know, all this, and it, um, what is it, the... Can't remember the hashtag they're using these days. It has to have to do with equal pay, but this falsehood that's being put out there that women are making seventy three cents on the dollar. I said that's absolutely not true. It has to do with their choices in terms of the majors that they choose in college, the careers that they're choosing. I talked about how in corporate America, almost every boss I ever had was a woman. I talked about how we were all paid equally, we were all treated equally, and then in corporate America, we long had long before anybody caught up uh, in um, the media or as well in Hollywood. We had protections in place for employees, strict, tight regulations and processes in place for women if there was sexual harassment in the workplace. And I pulled the trigger on it and people were fired. So this whole thing, you know, this is all about. And then, of course, after my comments, I had to be told, well, that's your experience. There is systemic you know, uh, gender bias. Well, you know, that is that, you know, the, what bothers me about that is that here, here I am as a woman giving my experience over a variety of different, you know, time frames and different corporations. And I'm basically being told that I'm wrong. That's the liberal mindset because they want to believe that there is this agree, grievance out there and they want to inject identity politics into everything. Serena Williams said, 
I'm here fighting for women's rights and for women's equality. Weren't you supposed to be there playing a game of tennis? Really? I used to play tennis. And when I took the court back in the day, I wasn't competitive at all, clearly. I mean, I had some depth perception problems, but I loved the game. I took lessons. I mean, that was, that was my obsession for years. And when I took to the court, all I wanted to do was get the ball over and, and you know, win the points. Well, she's doing it for women and equality. She should be playing against the man, right? Exa- yeah. White man. Exactly. Thank you. Um, but we know that they're not playing for equality. We know they're not playing with fairness. Where you know they're always looking to you know get the upper hand. They can't they can't win the battle with truth and with facts. They have to lie. That reminds me of somebody else who's shown her butt, and that's Kamala Harris, who, in addition to the to the ways in which she behaved so abominably in the Kavanaugh hearings, here's the latest. Remember how during the uh, divisive identity politics era of Obama, in which he said if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon Martin. And then uh, what what did we have? Remember when George Zimmerman was called the white Hispanic? I think it was NBC News at the time who altered the audio recordings of him to make him sound racist, and he wasn't when he was placing that call. Whether or not he was a racist is my point. His audio tape was uh, blatantly edited to make him sound racist. Well, that tactic was just used this weekend by Kamala Harris. She took a videotape of Brett Kavanaugh in the hearings in which he's answering Ted Cruz's questions about the priest for life, which was a lawsuit that was filed because if you remember under Obamacare, there was a mandate that organizations, Priests for Life, Sisters of the Poor, Hobby Lobby, and others, basically corporations were going to to be expected and required to provide abortion-inducing drugs. And there were many organizations, including Priests for Life, who felt that that was a violation of their religious beliefs. And in answering the question, Ted Cruz's question about his dissent, Kavanaugh responded, and I quote, that was a group that was being forced to provide a certain kind of health coverage over their religious objection to their employees and under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. The question was, first, was this a substantial burden on the religious exercise? And it seemed to me quite clearly it was. It was a technical matter of filling out a form in that case. They said filling out the form would make them complicit in the provision of the abortion-inducing drugs that they, as a religious matter, objected to. She took out the words, they said, completely altering this man's answer and completely altering his decision on the court, completely altering his intentions, who he is as a jurist, as a human being, as a lawyer. This is fraud. The backlash against her, of course, CNN, HuffPo, all the rest put it out there as though it was true. Because, you know, CNN, they're not exactly going to fact check anything. Facts doesn't seem to matter to any of these people in these media organizations. But the backlash, because there was other people that actually had videos of the truth, she was forced to put out the whole video in which she said, see, he said abortion-inducing drugs. But the difference was she tried to put it out there. She said it was a dog whistle by taking those words out that this proved that he wanted to, quote, punish women. He didn't want to punish women any more than that judge in the Serena Williams tennis court did. This is an affront to women. No, this was the dog whistle by Kamala Harris, using women for power. Don't use me anymore. And that was my message at that IVAT. Don't tell me I'm a victim because you want me to feel like I'm a victim so that you can somehow get some kind of agenda over using me and the backs of me. I've never been a victim. Women aren't victimized because they're expected to pay for their own birth control. Another lie that gets put out by these people is that this denies them access to health care. No, it doesn't. 
We're just, they, what Ka- all Kavanaugh did was in, it, allow people to exercise their constitu- constitutionally protected right to not be forced to pay for somebody else's abortion. You want to go and buy that drug, it's still available on the market. Who was, who was, the, who was the woman, the Georgetown law student that went before Congress talking about how you know, promiscuous she was and, and all her birth control and wanted it to get paid for? I don't remember her name was. But to flat out lie like this, this should be on every media outlet. And of course, it's not. This should destroy this right here. One fell swoop should destroy Kamala Harris ever having any further politics. To smear and defame a Supreme Court nominee to this level is beyond the pale. She should she should be expected if this was a Republican doing that to a liberal nominee. No, we had, as I talked about last week, we had Orrin Hatch licking the boots of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I just admire you so much, he said to her. Well, you know what? You know, I'm glad he was gracious to her. I just wish the demo, I'm not, I'm not suggesting Republicans do anything like this. I'm suggesting that both sides be gracious. And what this should prove is that we shouldn't even have these hearings. This is ridiculous. These are, this, this should not even be happening. The president of the United States, who was free and fairly elected, has the right to nominate whoever he wants for the Supreme Court. And there has been absolutely nothing, nothing that justifies, nothing about Kavanaugh that justifies any of this kind of behavior. In fact, we shouldn't even have these hearings. It's a complete waste of taxpayers' time. Did you Google DJ Carrot Sticks to see who was that woman? One of your listeners, Donna, said it was Sandra Fluke. Oh, Fluke. That's who... Oh, that's right, because then that was when that's who Rush Limbaugh called the floozy and got in some trouble calling her fluke the floozy because basically she went before Congress talking about how promiscuous she was and how much she spends on birth control. And people were like, girl, (laughs) girl, you busy. (laughs) No, I don't want to be paying for your birth control. But you know what? I, I just find this whole thing about women. And by the way, this, all this identity politics stuff, it backfired. It backfired on the Democrats, and it's going to backfire again. And I just resent it so much as a woman because I was raised to, to believe that there's always going to be, be somebody smarter, faster, better. Serena Williams, there's always going to be somebody who's going to, at some point, there's going to be somebody who's going to beat you on the tennis court. There's always going to be somebody with more money, greater opportunities. That's just life. Life isn't fair. And we've got to stop telling Americans, that's, the, that's this socialist Marxist utopia that's getting fed to Americans, that somehow the government or some institution or every employer is going to guarantee you the outcome that you want. And it's just not life. And I resent, as a woman, having our, this identity politics. It just, it makes, it, it, it just, it's insulting. It's mind-numbingly insulting. We're going to take a break. We come back. Sidney Powell's going to be here. She put out some great, you know Sidney Powell. She wrote the book, literally the book on uh, the deep state license to lie uh, uh, about the corruption in the Department of Justice. She's going to be here to talk about whether or not President Trump is going to declassify the documents. And she did some great, great stuff on her uh, Twitter feed laying out the 10 top reasons why they must be declassified. Stay tuned. Sidney Powell's coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E.
Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Why send your child or grandchild to a public school when they could go to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price with AM 1170 The Answer's half price tuition program. The 2018-19 school year for half price. Log on to am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app for the complete list of schools. Then call us to enroll your child. 844-800-5757. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. You could win an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil simply by telling us how The Answer San Diego has made a direct and positive impact in your life. See, it's our wish that what you hear from us positively affects you and your family. Simply record a video message and share your story with us. And for sharing, you'll be eligible to win an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd to share your story, so don't delay. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword story for all the details. TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword story. Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco. Purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626 NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me on this Monday. So much breaking news. Let me read you a little something here. I had literally just gone to find this phone to tell you. I want to talk to you about Media League strategy with DOJ before you go. Struck text page on April 10, 2017. Gee, um, how many months passed President Trump being free and fairly elected? This is according to Mark Meadows, who uh, cited new produced documents uh, from the Department of Justice. And why we're just now seeing these uh, is uh, 
so is questionable. Two days later, Strike uh, Struck writes back, "Well done, Page," and told her that two negative articles about Page's quote namesake would too would soon come out. And this was, of course, uh, obvious reference to Carter Page. Uh, clearly, there was more evidence that these reveal in terms of the anti-Trump bias that was uh, from the man who was leading the investigation. But yet we still had an IG report that says that there was there was no, uh, no reason to believe that the bias from Peter Strzok affected the investigation. Joining me now to, to discuss this and more is the woman who wrote the book on uh, the corruption inside the Department of Justice, Sydney Powell. The book is Licensed to Lie, and her website is Creeps on a Mission. Hey, Sydney, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, Andrea. This is one revelation after the other, isn't it? We're nowhere near the end of this. Well, but we should be, right? Because Well, yeah, but we know that they're still hiding stuff. That's the question. Why are they getting away with hiding it? First of all, why is this just now coming out? What is left to be revealed? And why does Trump, why doesn't just President Trump just declassify it all? I don't know. I'm sure there is a ton more yet to be revealed. I don't know why he hasn't declassified it all other than I'm sure people have been trying to tell him to keep his hands off of it to let the system work. Uh, the only problem is it's so blooming slow working that it destroys people's confidence that it's going to work in the process. Which is part of the reason for the slow walk, isn't it? The slow walk right. is to... I mean, you know, there's old saying justice delayed is justice denied, and that's true. Yeah, so if they slow walk it, they can accomplish a few things. The uh, The American people will lose their will to live over this uh, because it just drags out and drags out. Uh, You know, you look at Benghazi. I mean, people were so absolutely outraged initially, but we had Trey Gowdy coordinate with uh, Hillary Clinton to drag out the hearings. And by the time it was all done, people practically forgotten about it. Then, of course, you've got the standpoint of statute of limitations that start to run out. Then you've got the fact that we've got midterm elections coming up and hope that they're going to take over Congress. And you got Maxine Waters today saying impeach, 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 impeach. So that's all part of the reasons. And, you know, for those who have been saying that President Trump should not have fired Jeff Sessions, I think that was a mistake. I, I still don't understand why he doesn't just fire him now and get somebody in there or fire him, pull Rosenstein, who should not be deputy attorney general, and have somebody declassify all this and route this crap out. Well, he can order it declassified himself, and I think they're in that process now. So I do expect that we get a lot of this declassified before the midterm, and that's going to tell us a lot. In terms of the the these latest revelations, it it it's my understanding is this not a crime to coordinate with the media and leaks? It depends on uh, what they leak, and I'm going to have to go back and look at the abuse of power federal statute to see what that covers. It's certainly uh, ethical violations. It certainly evidences how bad their intent was for other things that may, they may have done that were criminal. It could possibly be uh, some kind of mail or wire fraud. I I don't know about that, but it's just so bad of them to do this. Yet it's what we have long suspected they were doing. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm Anything glad they could to create this narrative that uh, is yeah. false. Yeah, this false narrative and this false narrative, this continuation here of this false narrative is ba- is is part of an illegal spying operation that that in it involving this dossier 
that was used to spy on uh, the opposition party presidential candidate. And it, to me, I don't understand why, as you've explained many times on the show, why any of this is being allowed to continue. I do get that President Trump has to be careful because, you know, there's all these different, you know, tentacles of this, one of which is obstruction. And he's trying to make sure <coughs> that he doesn't do anything that um, aligns with that. You tweeted out, you had some great, great tweets yesterday with 10 items of reasons for declassifying. And, I, and, and, I, and I'm wondering, I hate to put you on the spot. I should have texted you this uh, request before you came on the show. But I thought it was clearly outlined why there needs to be declassification. And everybody knows that you're the expert on this. I know that the Trump administration is watching you and watching your tweets and what you have to say. Because your book and, and your opinion on this matters to people. Just, it, just highlight three or four. Well, for one thing, all of the page stroke text messages, I've long been convinced we only have a fraction of them. I think there's more, but they definitely need to unredact the ones that we have. A few people have mentioned that, but I think there are a lot more names that are going to be apparent in those text messages. It's just I'd be willing to bet that Andrew Weissman is one of the prosecutors they refer to in there, and we need to know that. We need to know who at Department of Justice uh, – stopped the efforts of FBI General Counsel James Baker, along with Peter Stroke, to get the search warrant to look at all the Huma Abedin and Hillary emails that were found on Anthony Weiner's laptop. We need the FISA court decision unredacted because that goes back to 2015 and will show us who the private contractors were that Comey gave access to raw FISA data to, uh, unlimited access so they could mine it for political opposition research. I'd bet my bippy that one of those is Fusion GPS. Mm -hmm. One could have been Daniel Richmond, his super secret special agent friend that's now his lawyer and who leaked the memos to the New York Times. And one could be CrowdStrike, but we need to know who those are. The public's entitled to know. But, yes, I tweet at Sydney Powell, the number one, and I've got a list of 10 things that I'd like to see declassified. Well, you know, we unless it involves um, special operations and names and locations of operations happening, there's absolutely no reason why we as American citizens don't already have this. There is not exactly. – there's this isn't classified information in the terms of – uh, like I was just saying, operations and, and sensitive, that, that kind of stuff. It's absolutely not. There's no reason based upon national security why this has not already been put forth to the American people. When we look at those Kavanaugh hearings and we look at the hysteria on the part of Cory Booker and others wanting White House documents that were transferred through Kavanaugh's hands that didn't even have anything to do with him, oh, no, they can demand that, that they be declassified. Be oh, because the American people needs to see it. Meanwhile, documentation going on in our government that involves spying using the FISA courts. In fact, I'm old enough to remember when President Bush did this whole Patriot Act and put these uh, these FISA courts in place that we were told that the strictest measures would be in place to protect American citizens from spying. And now oh, we know yeah. that they that they are a rubber stamp. We know that the, they were not, um, the uh, people involved did not fully disclose everything to the FISA courts when they got these warrants. We know that it was based on a dossier paid for by Hillary Clinton, and that was not disclosed. We know that Bruce Orr and his wife, Nellie Orr, that wasn't dis to disclosed to the FISA courts. This is outrageous. And if this had happened to Hillary Clinton, the left would be hysterical right now. People would have oh, already worse. been perp Imagine if it had happened to Barack Obama. 
Imagine yes. if a Trump administration somehow had done this to Barack Obama. Oh my God. So they're hoping that we're gonna that they're gonna slow walk this and get past the midterms and they're gonna end up taking control of the house and then uh, all of this will be kept from the public eye and nobody will know about uh, the the reality and who was behind this, including I suspect as you probably do as well that this goes all the way to the Oval Office and they're trying to protect. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yes, and they're trying to protect you know his involvement there. In fact, I think we already talked at one point about text messages that talked about uh, the president you know wanting to know wanting an update on uh, the situation. Oh, yeah, he wanted to know everything. And we also have the Oval Office meeting with him and, and Valerie Jarrett and Susan Rice and Sally Yates right before they dispatched Comey to go to New York to brief Trump on the only the salacious aspects of the Steele dossier, which then provides them the hook they wanted for the media to run with the whole Russian narrative thing. You know, Brennan or Clapper came back and leaked it to CNN. Mm-hmm. You know, Obama was square in the middle of that. And Susan Rice's note to self saying all he said that day was do it by the book. Mm-hmm. They must they obviously think we're all idiots. But then we know that from the stroke page text messages, too. We're all lazy and, and smelly. We're all smelly, stinky Walmart shoppers and, and just general, you know, mm-hmm. goofers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, um, I, I do hope that President Trump declassifies all these documents. I've said it before and I say it again. The most important thing he said on the day of the inauguration is today is the day that the government gets returned to the people. That's what they, they're fighting against. They don't oh, want this yeah. to be about the people. They don't want the people to get our power back. They want to keep, well, they want to mushroom us. they fighting to protect their own uh, careers, excuse the expression, mm-hmm. because they are the ones that have committed all kinds of crimes in office for their own benefit and crimes to try to keep Trump out of office and they're trying to cover that up like crazy. Well, they have done a really good job. Both parties have uh, one aggressively and one indirectively by allowing it to happen, but then also being kind of complicit with it. I've been arguing for a while, Sydney, that the play was to amass more and more and more power to the courts and to the DOJ where you could, where with the Supreme Court legislating from the bench, then it becomes precedent and then it's, you know, forever the law of the land, unlike a piece of legislation that can be overturned by Congress. Then you get the the power uh, against the people in the form of weaponizing all the agencies with all these bureaucrats that are hiding behind the scenes and you get all that power into the DOJ and the FBI and all the other alphabets. And that's that's how it really gets entrenched to where it's it's tyrannical against the people. And, oh, you know, yeah, and they were well into that already. I mean, Obama was trying to nationalize all the police departments. A lot of them were operating under federal consent decrees. So you don't have localized policing in a lot of places anymore, really. And look at the mess in Chicago. Well, that was part of the reason why there was such an attack on the police departments, because it was to justify having to, more regulations in terms of centralized control over the See, these, these police departments are out of control. You know, we need yeah. to take over the power over them. You know, with right. that and pushing out the lie, you know, hands up, you know, don't shoot, which was which was a complete lie. It's all about power, every yep. bit of it. And we as the American people have the right to have the power back. We can't. It's it's like I think it was like Ben Sass who said in the Kavanaugh hearings, and I'm not a huge fan of Ben Sass, but he said, you know, the thing is, is that too much power is being given to these unelected bureaucrats who are in hiding. And, you know, with with Congress, we can vote them out. But if they're but if the power is being given to unelected bureaucrats through regulation, 
questions that don't get voted in. And then you hear these questioning from Kavanaugh. Oh, my gosh. How could Kavanaugh suggest that somebody be fired at will? That we have yeah. somebody wanting at will employment? Are you kidding? Somebody's, yeah. I guess, supposed to get a government job and leadership and just be there for life. Like it's, everything's a lifetime appointment. And they want that because it's about power. Yep. You're exactly right. Well, I, I, I'm glad, I, I, I'm proud of myself that I got something right talking to the one and only Sidney Powell. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, the, web, the, the website is Creeps on a Mission. The book is Licensed to Lie. Everybody, as Rush Limbaugh has said many times, everybody needs to get a copy of that book because it explains everything that is going on. Uh, we did have validation that New York Times uh, op-ed proved that there is a deep state. And it's alive and well, and we need to route it out, and we need to continue to put pressure on President Trump. I think President Trump, he always responds to public pressure, and I think if there's enough pressure out there from the average American citizens pressuring to declassify, I think I think he might come out with it. Do you expect it this week or later? I don't know. I thought he might wait until after Kavanaugh, but there's enough talk about it now. It sounds like it might even be this week. Well, I'm going to be on pins and needles, and I can't wait for it to wait for it to come about. Uh, maybe yeah, then I'm he here. Includes everything on my list. Well, do you think that if if that gets declassified, that then we might start getting some declassification of some other issues like the IRS scandal? You know, we we finally saw some leaks come out to where uh, John McCain and his staffer were were involved in that, which answered the question to me and many Americans as to why the Republican Party didn't do more about that issue, and it's because John McCain was involved, in my opinion. Um, so maybe yeah. we'll get some we'll get that declassified as well as Fast and Furious. Or do you think that that's too much of of hope? No, I don't think that's too much hope at all. I think we're entitled to all of it. All right. Well, the book is Licensed to Lie, Sydney Powell. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And I've got a new edition coming out in paperback. It should be in the stores, actually, within a few weeks. Oh, fantastic. I can't wait to get my copy and read it. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. Now, uh, stay tuned, Andrew Kisha listeners, because we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to go up the road a little bit. Up to Hollywood. We got a little crazy. Who was talking again out of his hiney? Who was the, remember the dude who at the Oscars pretended like he was talking out of his butt cheeks? Yeah, well, he's t- he talked out of him again. And we're going to we're gonna talk about him when we come back. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. 
This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. How is it that the respect and affection for the late Senator John McCain seemed so overwhelming after his recent death, but in two energetic presidential campaigns, he could never get a majority to vote for him when he was alive? And what were the great accomplishments from McCain that admirers across the country were celebrating? His most famous legislation, the McCain-Feingold campaign finance reform, was a misguided disaster that hardly reduced the power of money in politics. But the truth is, Americans came to love McCain for who he was, not what he did. He demonstrated boundless love of country, dedication to duty, and reverence for the Senate and the military. McCain's example shows character can matter more than a list of accomplishments. The deeper meaning in all the tributes to McCain is a great reminder that character counts. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. If you're currently employed in a job that's not truly satisfying, ask yourself these questions. Is this what you want to be doing for the rest of your life? Is the money and the material things worth sacrificing your family time? This is Steve Brodsky, General Manager here at Salem, and we're experiencing tremendous growth. Right now, we're recruiting for an experienced digital and broadcast salesperson. We offer excellent pay and benefits in a work environment that's creative, respectful, productive, and fun. If you're a hard worker and you're willing to learn and you love to sell, submit your resume at SalemMedia.com and we'll set up an interview right away. Salem is an equal opportunity employer. At the end of every single day, I lay my head on my pillow and I know that what we've done during the day has made a real difference. Maybe that makes sense to you too. Submit your resume today at SalemMedia.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Now, you're going to want to stay tuned to uh, tomorrow because, of course, tomorrow is the anniversary of 9-11. And, you know, uh, the hashtag, as soon as Twitter came about, the hashtag was never forget. Well, you know what? We, we, we are really forgotten about uh, what happened on September 11th, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow. We're going to do some true remembrance uh, in honor of the heroes that lost their lives, those in the tower, as well as uh, the first responders and those uh, brave people, that, and brave average Americans as well on the day of uh, September 11th. At the Pentagon, as well as in a field in Pennsylvania, it truly is is a time. Uh, it, it is a, a moment in American history 
that is not remembered often enough or in the right ways, in my opinion. And I'm curious as to what you guys think about that. Uh, Last year, actually, I got a lot of backlash from people on Instagram because I posted a picture of someone jumping from the Twin Towers, and I was told that it was disrespectful of me to post that opinion, that, that picture. And I thought, well, you know, whitewashing what happened that day is one of the reasons why we have gone so far in forgetting who and what was fighting against us and who and what this battle is all about. Uh, speaking of battles, um, so Jim Carrey's back in the news, trying to segue from that, a Canadian by the way, who decided, same Canadian who on the Oscars, you know, decided that he was going to, you know, talk out of his, out of his hiney. Well, he did that again on the Bill Maher show, which means that basically there was more than one person uh, talking out of their hineys, particularly when it came to economics. So he decided that he's going to tell Americans that we just need to say yes to socialism. That we're just, you know, we're just being ridiculously stupid to be scared. You know what? You, you guys, don't be scared of any of that stuff that's going on in Venezuela. There's no need to be scared of that. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? And that's one of the things that aggravates me so bad about the left is that they want to use, it's this typical tactic, the passive aggressive, if you're against some type of liberal extremist crap, you just must be scared of it. And maybe if you just get familiar with it, you're going you're gonna to fall in love with it. No, what that really is, it's about the PC stick. That we're supposed to then feel ashamed of ourselves for being scared of something. Well, you know what? We have a re- Being fearful of something is, is a, a God-given instinct to protect ourselves. It's for self-protection. I'm supposed to be scared of driving my car in front of a speeding train. I'm supposed to be scared of walking out into traffic. Well, you know what? I know enough about socialism and Marxism, what's happened in these systems. I know enough to rightfully be scared. And so shame on them for trying to use that PC stick of, oh, it's the same thing they tried to do about LBGT issues. Oh, well, you're just scared of it. You can't have an honest objection to it. And why are we supposed to say yes to socialism? By saying yes to socialism, we're supposed to say no to the, the greatest system for economic system in the history of the world. It is only because of this free, we're one of the youngest countries on the planet, and it's only because of the free market capitalist system that we we have here in this country. It is not by coincidence that we are the country that has, we, it's, it's not a coincidence that we are the country that has created the greatest innovations in the world. It's because of the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit in combination with free market capitalism. So we're supposed to say no to that? To the country that created flight and light bulb and this and that, and it's created the greatest amount of wealth for its citizens in the world. We're supposed to say no to that and say yes to socialism where people are down in Venezuela are chasing down dogs for a meal? Why not? You know what, Jim Carrey, if you like that, you want to say yes to that, hand over all of your money to the government in Venezuela, go move there and chase down dogs in the street. You go do that. I'm going to go to the phones. I've got Joshua from, is it from Texas on the phone? Hey, Joshua, welcome to the Andrea K Show. We've got a couple minutes left. What's on your mind, my friend? Hello, I called, I talked to you a while back. I'm from Gross, Texas. Uh, We've only got about a minute left, honey. Oh, just uh, like Jim Carrey and all that, no socialism, nobody wants socialism. Nobody cares about it. Everybody's going to vote Republican. 
Well, I don't know yeah. that everybody is. More I think that, I think there might be a lot of liberals that that uh, haven't paid attention to any truth or facts. And the liberals can't sell anything on truth and facts. They've got to hijack the schools and the media and push out lies and hide the truth and the facts from American people. But there's enough Americans like you and like the the listeners of the Andrea K Show and those on Facebook and Twitter that that do know the facts. And and there's also a lot of Americans out there that are appreciating the fact right now that we've got the lowest unemployment in the history for African Americans. We've got 4.2% GDP right now. We've got the uh, we've got the highest consumer confidence I think in 18 years, the highest job satisfaction rate since 2005. Why anybody should say no to that right now and say yes to their liberal, you know, socialism is just crazy. I wish I had more time with you my friend. You have to call back. We're about out of time. Thank you guys. Thank you Joshua for calling in. Thank you to Sydney Powell. Thanks to all the listeners out there, DJ Keard Sticks, and tomorrow is 9-11, and we will be honoring those who lost their lives that day, the heroes that risked their lives that day, and we'll be remembering uh, uh, and fighting for... We can- the Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.